you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Damashek football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program, available as always on iTunes, Stitcher, and NFL.com/sheck. S H E K Sheck Sheck Sheck. Woo! Wow, a folksy version of the classic intro there. Um, I guess that's owed to the man behind the glass right now. It is not Black Tie, apparently taking a victory lap for his successful podcast, his final four bracket from the last uh, month here, going back and watching all the greatest movies he'd never seen before. A lot of feedback on that podcast. I encourage you, nay demand, that you go back and dig it up on NFL.com slash podcasts or Stitcher or iTunes, or best of all, all three, how about, um, and listen to that fun. A lot of feedback, like I say, on Twitter. You can hit me up at Damashek if you want to weigh in on that or anything else. We like using your questions here. Just use the hashtag at the, or, uh, the hashtag DDFP. But Black Tie, like I say, off taking a victory lap, who knows where, for a successful venture because he is replaced today by one of our very favorites here, it's Zach Ty. What's the poop, fella? Hey, not too much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Sorry for the acoustic version. Didn't quite go. No, it was a nice, plan. it was a fun little twist, yeah, I thought. on Make it a little different today. Um, yeah, so let's have some fun today. And uh, first, let's say hello to the man seated to my immediate left, all the way from London, England. He's our resident Miami Dolphins fan, Handsome Hank. Ah. Hello, handsome. How are you? Very well indeed, thank you, Dave. Yeah, I guess you are. You're eating an ice cream. I just ate a delicious pot of salted caramel ice cream. Wow. I've said it before. I'll say it again now. I don't know where society was for the thousands of years that preceded the 21st century, but whoever figured it out in the last few years... That sweets are even better if you put a little salt in there. 
thank you, sir. Well, I You're think a hero it, for it, all of time. It goes back to a conversation we had, I think, you know, probably a month ago or so. You know, how do people discover all these different things? Yeah. How did people know to eat mussels, for example? Here's, I think here's how this discovery was made. So I think you put sugar in ice cream naturally, right? Someone, obviously, maybe it's slightly hungover, making some ice cream, dumped <laughs> some. So I put the sugar in, made it. Oh, this tastes funny, but strangely delicious. I used salt instead of sugar by accident well, when I was yeah, hung over. Maybe. Oh, this is incredible. Hmm. Um, it's also, I think, uh, salt also works great if you aren't aware of this. I don't know if I've given this tip before or not to you, but put it on some watermelon. Hmm? It's counter to what you would expect. You think it would make it right. obviously salty, t- but I don't know what the chemical effect is, but it makes it taste even sweeter. Really? It's amazing. Wow, so even tastier. That. But I've updated you before. We're, you know, beyond now the quarter pole in 2015. And so far, fruit as a as a category in the Shecky Awards is limping um, into spring here. But you know what? We were in the same place in 2014. It rounded into shape in time for summer. I suspect that uh, we'll experience the same thing. I think fruit after the Sheckies gets on a bit of a celebration roll and, you know, mm-hmm. hey, we did it again. Right, we right. nailed it. And then, you know, it's downhill. It's like the Super Bowl hangover. I suppose, yeah. That's same a, type of thing. A then fine analogy. Halfway through the year, they're like, we better get ourselves together. <clears throat> well, now baseball season has begun. Your brew crew yes. from Milwaukee, your beloved brew crew, brew, handsome hand. That's all I think about. Can you name time. anyone on the team right now? Um, well, since Prince Fielder left, mm-hmm. um, no. There's the <laughs> I thought you remembered the disgrace. Trouble. I thought uh, Ryan, Ryan Braun. Ryan, Ryan Braun. But you're named after uh, the dog's named after you, right? You've seen Hank, the brewer's dog. I have not. So the they Brewers, yeah, they went to spring training last year, and there was a stray dog that came on the field, absolutely adorable, and it couldn't have been stray. I think it actually just, like, left a very bourgeois household. But they took the dog and made it the team mascot, and so now they have a little dog named Hank. So that can't be true. Uh, I swear. I no longer I swear. support them in that case, because if they stole someone's dog... <laughs> I don't want to be throwing around accusations like that, but I'm pretty sure. I, yeah, I don't know that it's exactly. I I was initially I thought, wow, what a great thing for you, but it's not really an homage to to uh, name you name a dog after you. Right, a stray dog. Yeah, they meant well though. <laughs> Did they? I don't know. So, uh, try. I don't know how they sleep at night. Ryan Braun and the rest of his pals. All right. Well, listen. There's some NFL news that we want to dig into, and, you know, we talk about it all the time. It's not just about football here. It's about the game called life. Let's do it with a special edition of the Blacklist today. Today, it's the Zach List. The Blacklist. Black Tide reads current events. The Blacklist. The Blacklist. All right. You know how this works, right? I mean, vaguely, yeah. Zach Tie. It's not really complicated. Yeah. So, okay. First up, I actually don't watch the show, so let's get the shunning out of the way early. Game of Thrones is back on Sunday. Ooh la la. Ooh. We're not going to start pro football to, nope. to to satiate the appetite nope, nope, of nope. the pro football fan? I'm standing in for TD today, which All right. means that your rules. pop culture references take precedence. Okay. I want to know what you're, what you're excited about. Just generally, are you excited? Give me, give me the lowdown. Well, I'll tell you, I was, you know, I was caught up in Mad Men, and we've talked here about uh, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, how much I love that, and I'm all the way through the first 13 episodes of that. I have enjoyed The Last Man on Earth quite a bit, So I was, and of course, football season. I was caught up in all that stuff, so I kind of lost my enthusiasm. I didn't lose it, I just wasn't, you know, lo- uh, you know, desperately looking forward to the start of Game of Thrones 
until HBO wisely started running the marathons. Right. Now I'm all the way back. Yeah, me too. I watched the last episode, about two nights ago, I watched the last episode of the last series with that terrific ending where, you know... If, well, I'm not there yet. Spo- How does it end? It's not, listen, Wait. you can't spoil anything that is it's a, a year, year old. old. Where Tyrion shoots his, his oh, right, crossbow yeah. on the privy. On the privy. Um, <laughs> on the privy. On the privy. Um, and uh, that got me excited about the whole thing again. He then got shipped off in a box to God knows where. And we'll we'll see we'll sit, find out on Sunday what he's been up to. What do you think? What did you think of uh, the season premiere of Mad Men? I enjoyed it very much. Did you? Yes. You liked seeing Don Draper back. Uh, not only has he since last we saw Draper, not only has he returned to his Tom Catting ways, he has now figured out how to institutionalize the process right. of lining the women up both for commercials and his bed. Yes. Not exactly in that order. No, exactly. And I also like having him back at work. I felt like he was a little bit um, pathetic when he was when he was kept away from the office. Uh, did you do you fancy though the storyline with this uh, waitress and what what is her role? Who do you think she is? Uh, she's probably. I mean, in the end, she'll be some kind of maternal figure from his past. Well, I that was he doesn't initial, know he recognizes. As soon as I saw her, that's what I said. I think when you could tell that obviously he recognized her, I thought. This is his mother in some way, that that's what he sees in her. And then 10 minutes later, when he took her into the alley and uh, did some unmentionable things to her, I thought, I hope that's not his mother. Yeah. Because that would be creepy. But then again, they might do Don Draper, he's a troubled gentleman. Yeah. So last season of that one, it's in my book, started off in a pretty positive way, trying to satiate the unsatiable soul that uh, that is Don Draper. He can't do it with these women, no matter how beautiful, no matter how many. You know, he he still pines for something unattainable, apparently. Zach, uh, but, uh, Zach Ty, do you feel that Don Draper will find peace in the end, or do you fe- feel that this ends? I suspect, and I said this, you know, by the end of season one or maybe season two, that I suspect that this se- series ends with him sort of rudderless and outmoded, and it's sort of sad as we transition into, and they'll find something bright to to hang your hat on with his children or one of his kids at least. But I think we'll see Don Draper, the impossibly cool transition into, like I say, outmoded. See, I I actually don't watch it, but oh. now that no no no, because you've just set like despite not knowing the context really, I have enough sort of I've picked up bits and pieces here and there. I I feel like I've I've cultivated kind of an image of who he is. That to me would be a very interesting ending, despite not knowing any of the intricacies of the story. That would be a very human ending. We don't have enough of those. We have a lot of you know razzle dazzle in the finale. I'd love to see Don Draper just be like an uncool. Dad. I know. Well, shame the devil if he if he goes to rehab. That would be the worst. That would be like True Detective ending with Matthew McConaughey with Rust Cole deciding, oh, you know what? I do believe there is a God. You know, that that was a huge bummer to me. I'm a big fan of the, like, underwhelming flash-forward epilogue, so I'd love for it to be like, 30 years in the future, Don Draper. <laughs> Updating in, him into yeah. 2011. He's like going to get new balances and like <laughs> trying to get lunch with his grandkids. It would be awesome. I he's think be he's angry at the TV because uh, Survivor eliminated the wrong person. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Dave, how do you hire all these producers who haven't watched things but are able to somehow speak knowledgeably <laughs> about them? I'm just lucky, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it is great in the 21st century, and then let's move on. But 21st century, I, I love that. I don't know where this came from. What, what was it? The dawn of a new century that so many of the best TV shows revolve around an inherently bad guy. 
Breaking Bad, Walter White is a bad guy. He's a drug dealer. Yep. I mean, you, you could justify his behavior, obviously, because he thinks he's dying. But still, he's a he's a murderer, repeated, uh, you know, and the, uh, making drugs and stuff. Don Draper is a bad guy on his level. Tony Soprano was a murderer, and so on. To what is that owed, do you suppose? Yeah, there's more juicy stories around bad guys. I mean, I love it. It's just yeah. an interesting turn. It's yeah. always about the hero, the impenetrable hero. But then the but the but with the hero, the story's already written. You know, you, the, if if they, if all these people were heroes, to you know, in your eyes and, and unquestionably heroes, then you you guarantee you know how the story's going to end. Batman's not going to get killed off. We do, we, you know, we were well aware of that. Black Tie can talk about that probably more more than I can. But if but with these guys, you have no idea how it'll end. Well, with the uh, when the era of the leading man being a shiftless loser arrives, that's when Damashek's going to shine. That's when the Dave Damashek story can be told. Fine. All right, let's move on. Let's talk pro football. Let's do it. Uh, so Marcus Mariota in the headlines. People starting to love that man. Uh, perhaps love him more than Jameis Winston. What say you? I say to that fat and double fat, I told it to you eight months ago. I told it to you four months ago. I told it to you two weeks ago, and I tell it to you now. Smoke screens galore. Jameis Winston. Barring something bad, if something happens between now and Chicago off the field, then maybe that'll shake things up. But as it is, nonsense. Marcus Mariota is not going ahead of Jameis Winston to to Tampa. Just no, I, I just absolutely refuse to accept. I, I'll also make this prediction that Marcus Mariota isn't going at number two to the Titans either. Now he may go at number two to another team, but the Titans will not take Marcus Mariota as their as the second pick in the draft. I, you know, I feel like people covet but the, those who don't have the so-called uh, franchise QB or elite or whatever else you want to call it. Um, they covet it so much that as they go through, Leonard Williams is apparently the, you know, is is guaranteed to be successful. He's as close to a sure thing as there is in this draft. But I think they, I think it gets in their heads. And they end up as an organization deciding we 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 won't we don't want to let this guy go. I feel like the Titans will do it, or maybe they'll trade out of it. And there is some draft buzz. Go ahead with uh, the next on the black, yeah, on the so, Zach list, I should say. Well, some of the buzz uh, revolves around the San Diego Chargers, just to the south of us. Um, a lot of talk about Philip Rivers' trade rumors, Mariota visiting there. What do you think? First of all, would that be a good spot for Mariota? Uh, would you make the switch if you were in charge of the 2015 San Diego Chargers? Well, the re- the, the reason I wanted uh, this to come up is because if you're the Chargers, the decision isn't you're, – you're not the – the Chargers have been good in stretches, but they obviously haven't gotten over the hump ever. Are they going to break that streak now with Phillip Rivers in 2015? Are they going to win the Super Bowl this year? It seems unlikely to me. It does seem unlikely. You're right. I just I'm not a fan of, of Mariota at all. I just don't think it I agree with out that. for him yes. well in the NFL. So I wouldn't make that trade because I am a huge fan of Philip Rivers. And I and I think even if you can get let's say three more years out of Philip Rivers, knowing that there's this kind of looming question of his contract, and he says he's not going to re-sign one this season, and therefore he's going to go into into next off season likely as a free agent and go to the highest bidder, which you know maybe the Chargers may not be. Um, might be, yeah, might be Charlotte, North Carolina. Right, so I, I think you have to balance Although it. that seems unlikely, too, given exactly. their quarterback situation. Yes, that's true. But I think I would, uh, I think if I was the Chargers, I would only make the trade. I might make the trade with the Titans, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't get Mariota there 
in, in in his place. That's just not. I wouldn't go ahead with Mariota. I I think, and now the buzz is the late buzz is from all the draft uh, gurus and everything is what I've been saying since last fall. Todd Gurley, talk about almost guaranteed. I know he has the bum knee, and I've talked to a couple scouts. You know, our pals Bucky Brooks and Daniel Jeremiah, Charles Davis, and so on. And uh, the, yeah, a cut, one of them pointed out that he's a so-called high runner, and there and and a lot of pro running back struggle when they when they carry their bodies high the way Gurley does but the bottom line is when you watch him he's he, he, I mean when you watched him at Georgia it's not like this was you know whack football this was SEC football a lot of future NFLers playing against him and he just he was the biggest guy on the field the fastest guy on the field he was unstoppable against great college football teams to me the I I suspect uh, that 2015 is going to be the full-on return following the success of Eddie Lacy and Levy and Bell and guys like this. I think, and then 2014 was a step back in that regard. Bishop Sankey was probably supposed to be the best and, and really didn't flourish in Tennessee. But I think with Gurley and Melvin Gordon and Duke Johnson, I don't know so much about Tevin Coleman out of Indiana, although that's my alma mater. So I'm rooting for him. Talk about a high runner. Um, I think that people now, the wisdom will return to that, yes, running backs have the value that you would take them in the first round. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think two two are almost certain to go in the first round, but it also sounds like it's a very deep draft class for those running backs as well. You know, you mentioned some of the other names, but there's a bunch more. There's Jay Ajayi, there's, there's Amir Abdullah, there's a bunch of guys who I think people are, I think there'll be a run on running backs in, in day two. What do you think of uh, where if they did deal Phil Rivers, so if they decided that Mariota is our guy, and, you know, I. by the way, I, I keep thinking about how this all affects Los Angeles now. My, my brain has shifted. When the Rams trade for Nick Foles, I then think, well, in 2016, maybe, handsome, you and I will be sitting in a, a, in a temporary stadium. I don't know, the Coliseum or Rose Bowl or something, watching Nick Foles' Rams take the field. That would be exciting. What do you think about seeing Phil Rivers, uh, Sandy, uh, Los Angeles Chargers? Uh, I, I mean, I'm a, I like the charges. Or Marcus Mariota's. Or Marcus Mariota's charges. Is that the question you meant yeah, to well, ask? Which, well, I, I guess I, I ask it rather, both ways, which is more fun for I us. I would rather watch Phil Rivers. Yeah. I love Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers, to me, is is everything a quarterback should be. He gets grumpy, shouts at people. He just... I like, love him, wildly. too. Like, how can you not... People? Some people are offended by Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers is a throwback to, to the Dan Fouts and Dan Marinos and all those guys who were like, I'm better than the rest of my offense. You better catch up to me. How about that he has a sense of humor, that right. he's not as guarded as ev- almost every other QB in the NFL. He's That's what I love he's about passionate. him. Um, but where do you think Phil Rivers, if he weren't in San Diego, where who do you think there's a team out there or teams that he could turn into a contender? I mean, the, the obvious answer seems to be yes given his high pedigree. Oh, he definitely, I mean, I think any team that gets Phil Rivers is going to get better. If he went to D.C.? What if he went, what if the, what if uh, Dan Snyder and company coveted Mariota sufficiently that they would uh, swing a deal like that? Would he? Coveted Rivers sufficiently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course he would make them better. If, How can he? Well, yeah. So if they, yeah, I'm sorry. They, the Chargers covet Mariota enough right. that they would swing the deal with D.C. With D.C. I just, Yes, I mean, yes. Would they win? A, would they make the playoffs with Phil Rivers? No, I don't think so. You know who would? 
the team that I said would benefit from getting Drew Brees. The New York Jets. The New York Jetropolitans would mm-hmm. be very good, and they might even be the best team in the AFC. If Phil Rivers doesn't want to live in Los Angeles and work in Los Angeles and pl- bring his seven kids to L.A., he ain't going to do it in New York. Either. I agree. I'm just having fun thinking about it, though. Yeah. Wouldn't, I mean, if you uh, – really – I think if that team got a good QB, yes, like Breeze or Rivers, I think they would not just be a, a dangerous team. Like I say, I think they would be the best team in the AFC. I don't agree with that. Or uh, how about the Bills? What if you put Phil Rivers on the Bills? That, that, that would be a good team. That would be maybe, again, the best team That would in be the a better conference. team than the Jets with Phil Rivers on it. Um, we didn't talk about uh, – I know we're going to get to something else here. We didn't talk about Levy and Bell's suspension. We First be. reaction. Uh, I think it. I think it could put the Steelers in a little bit of a hole at the beginning of the season, especially if they go into that. If they have to play that opening game against the Patriots. Well, and now the the first three games. I assumed it was going to be two or maybe even one. After you hear Laguerre Blunt's only getting shelved for one, and I understand the specifics of the situation where that uh, Lev Bell was behind the wheel and Blunt was merely a passenger with the Blunt. But the other side of that is Blunt has a track record of ne'er-do-well behavior. Lev Bell's never done anything. What the what? Three games? Well, maybe he'll appeal and it'll be two, and then then it'll be what you expected. Well, I mean, like you say, I've been bellyaching uh, out of fear that the Steelers are going to wind up being the sacrificial lamb being sent to Foxborough for the season opener. I don't want that. And by the way, America shouldn't want that. Send Rex Ryan, their old uh, their old favorite up there in Foxborough. Let his new team take him on. Or better yet, send his old team, the Jets, up there. Either one of those is more interesting. Or Chip Kelly and the Eagles. All right, I'll take anything. I don't Just not the Steelers, because they'll definitely lose that game without Lev Bell. And if it's three games, now you're getting close to a quarter of the season you're talking about. And then it's up to the schedule makers. Right. If, they, if the schedule makers deal Pittsburgh a good hand on that one, then maybe they can survive that. But, you know, they could really be doomed. But as a Steelers fan, I mean, it's diff- It's not like one of those times where you can say, oh, I don't know how we'll be without him. You you saw exactly what life is like without Lev Bell right at the end of last That's season. right. What if, so they, what if they go Patriots and then you mix in the Ravens or the Bengals right. in weeks w- week two or three? I mean, they could be one and two in, in, you know, a legitimate hole by then. It's a shame. And bottom line is, mind your behavior, kids. You see? Someone's always watching. All right, what's uh, what's next on the uh, Zach list here? Uh, well, we had briefly spoken a little bit earlier about best sports theme music. Yeah, on the last podcast that uh, I referenced at the top, Black Tie went through the greatest movies he had never seen until the past weekend. And as he was reviewing those um, on our first podcast of the week, we played the theme songs or the music from them, the instrumentals, including Godfather and Star Wars. And I got swept up in it and I started, uh, I started singing along with some of them or humming along with them. And then that gets me to thinking, you know, we're a sports show after all, Handsome Hank. What about the best sports theme music Ooh. in history? So I think we should dig into that and assess. We like to make our lists, as you know, yeah. Handsome. Why don't we figure out the best of all time? Maybe not all time, but in the last, I don't know, 25 to 30 years or so. Is that about accurate from yeah. the it, music we've pulled from here? Definitely. Let's run through the goodies. You want me to just go through the through the hits? Yeah, go ahead. Tell us what it – well, maybe we should play – well, it's not fair to Handsome. He wasn't here to to uh, to experience. I was going to say name that tune, but he wouldn't be able to. play. Mm-hmm. I, and In fact, I know what the songs are. Or what the themes that, are. In so that, that case, that would be, be a deeply well. unsatisfying game. Yeah, the game <laughs> but I do fun. have a couple I'd like to throw in as well. All right. 
So from from some English sports, you know, we got some fans listening from the UK. So All right, some people who who might recognize a couple of my fans. I'm down oh. for that. I know one already that's going to come up that I didn't give you is our fans to uh, to the north in the Great White North. Always love the hockey night CBC. in Canada yeah, thing. Yeah. They love that one. Maybe you could put, maybe we'll be able to play yeah, it off a cell phone or something. It's probably like their Monday night football theme. Like that's their. They, yeah, it you know is. I mean. They they worship it, and in fact, there's a big debate, an ongoing debate, which one was better, the old one or the newer. Right. Well, I have I have a favorite NHL theme too, but we'll go through that later. All right, go ahead. Here, here's the first one we're gonna do. This is the, well, you can tell me what it is. Ready? Yeah. Fanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of. Did you have this show over there? The no. of victory. The agony of defeat. Wide world of sports and Olympics too. That's a beaut. That's the late great Jim McKay calling it. Well, that's a gem. Nostalgic, like strong. Yeah, it feels like the beginning of Citizen Kane. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like a movie. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, it does uh, sound like a, a serial black and white kind of thing that you would see on the yeah. big screen, um, Woody Allen movie or something. Here's a here's another one that that's really nice. Oh, uh, this is what. Yeah, this is I think one of the this is college football on CBS. This one has sustained, if I'm not mistaken. This goes all the way back to the Doug Flutie against Miami Hurricanes game. Wow. So that would have been 84, I right. guess. Era, yeah, 84. I think that this is the longest lasting one of them all, maybe in the U.S. Could be. That's... They don't do Wide World of Sports anymore. That either. one really. Or maybe Monday Night Football. Yeah. But I, I feel like Monday Night Football, they they set aside for about a half a decade. Maybe I'm misremembering that, but that's a great one. That goes. I'm already going to put that one. That one goes ahead for me of the preceding Wide World of Sports. And I'm it's very a, clear what you're going to get with exactly. That as well. There's no miss. It was not like, is this going to be cycling? <laughs> well, it's also good. Yeah, you're right because it it mimics. That's what's great about it. It mimics roughly the sound of a marching band right. at a ball game, and that's one of the best things about college football. College football has that over the NFL. Someday we'll have to make our our formal list of which is better in in different regards. Well, we the can tail do of the tape kind of thing. You can do an informal list right now. I've got so I have CBS's NFL offerings. I have an old one and a new one. All right, but no, old. but but but. The thing that makes college football games better than NFL games as an experience yeah, oh, for the live marching band, the marching band, and actually Super Bowl Forty Nine had a marching band in like the pre pre game had a marching band that did all the stuff. They marched all over the field. They spelt things out in, in using humans. How did I miss this? Where was I? I was sitting. I was I'm in the stands. Guess maybe you're in the bar. No, I, well, maybe I was, but uh, that's that's my business, not yours. But the uh, but either no, I was see, I was too low, I was low down to the field, so maybe I couldn't see the, uh, the grandeur. They put they made the NFL shield. That was their last thing. Was they? Uh, I can I, I legitimately missed this entire performance. What a bummer! Beautiful thing. I was able to see Doug Baldwin poop a football, however. So that's the important. Was that? Yeah. Um, I I rate that highly. Yeah. The the marching. You know what? That's another show we have to do. Handsome. Best fight songs, pro and because there are a few pro certainly are yeah. football teams that have fight songs as well. You have know any? the uh, Philadelphia Eagles have one. What do they call that one? The Eagle, uh, um, the Bears. Uh, 
The Bears have one. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Vikings have Bear one. down. Da, 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 da. Well, the is Vikings that how that one goes? The Dolphins one. R- oh, really? Is that yeah. it? What's the Vikings one? The Skull Vikings well, one, right? How's uh, it go? Well, the Vikings, the Dolphins, and the Vikings, and the Oilers, I think, all when the Oilers were around. We've talked about that. this. The Oilers had that. They were the original no, one. No, 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 no. Love you, Blue. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. We're the Miami Houston Dolphins Oilers. number one. Number Houston one. Oilers. It, see, it suited the Oilers more than Why? it did Miami. Why would you say that? Well, maybe because I associated it mm. with them first. But I, it seems more Texas than Florida, doesn't it? Yeah, a little. I wait. So the Vikings do that one too. Yeah. Still, a, I don't know. I guess so. Well, I know Prince also did a song for the Vikings. That should be a theme song for sure. And the Chargers have a good one mm-hmm. too. Yeah, absolutely. San Diego Superchargers. San Diego Superchargers. Um. All right, but we'll do that on a later one, and then we get all the fight songs: Michigan, Notre Dame, USC, Army. Underrated. All right, let's move on with uh, the TV theme song. Let's do it. Okay, uh, this one, this one's an interesting one. We'll go. We'll go with this. I didn't know about it prior to uh, you putting it on the list. Oh yeah. Da 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 College basketball, yeah. Enberg on the call. Wow, I wonder what year that is. I don't know. Krzyzewski's there. Oh, you know what it is? I bet you it's 86 or 87-ish around there because NBC covering... ACC games that wasn't happening by the time the 90s started I right. think um, that's a great one and it's got a little bit of the the uh, percussion of a college marching band but there was synergy at NBC there because if you listen closely the bones of it are the old NFL song from NBC that's a strong one and I'm going to put it oh, – this is a tough call. What do you think, Hanson? I Ahead or behind CBS? I think it's behind. Do you? Yeah. Hmm. It felt a little bit, before he came in with the read about the game, it felt a little bit like Magruder and Loud or like we're <laughs> going to watch some kind of <laughs> exactly. hard-boiled detective show. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll, cede to the, I'll cede to the wishes of the group. All right. How about this one? I don't know. I know what it means. It's synonymous. It makes me think of 10 a.m. Yep. And the sun's out, and I'm excited for the day. But I never loved it. I, ne- I I've been there since they started. I I like it a lot. Do you? Yeah, it's cla- you know it's 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 epic. It gets you it gets your, I think, it gets your mind right for for what you what's about to. Happen. I know, but it's a little bit like a Samoa in uh, uh, of oh, the Girl Scout again. cookies. It's cloying. You've been proven wrong on some It's try it and tries to be wrong on this. Now it's trying to be football. Okay, all right. It's trying too hard. You know, I don't know the <laughs> robot dancing. I don't I no. Take last. remove the no, not last. Remove the robot from your mind at least. I just can see him dancing. That's all I can think of him is him shanking shaking his pompous head, nodding at me like he knows something I don't know. Wagging his finger at you. I don't care for any of it. Right. Move on. I, that's definitely not going to be the winner. I'll tell you that. Do you, I, would you... 
I'm not familiar with that one. What's that? <laughs> no, that's a great one. That's of a, course. I mean, that's that's my number one. Have we've heard it so many times, so it's hard to hear clean. But like, have you heard this? Well, you now you've been in the U.S. long enough that you're familiar with the CBS college football one. Um, but you know, you you had heard that previously, yes. right? But so yeah. but that one we've all heard ad nauseum, and yeah. yet it still is pretty good. It's still, but that's that's great. It's a clarion call. I mm-hmm. think that's what you call it. It's you know, it's it's. It's come sit down, watch television for nine hours. Do I know it's saying it would be completely unfair, but this is unscientific what we're doing, I think. Or maybe it is science. I don't know. Either way, do we get to discredit them for going too far with the Hank Williams Jr. business? Because I've never liked that. Yes. From day one, I didn't like it. And the same people responsible for giving us that song, on some level, should be indicted for giving us Hank Williams Jr. Sure. for, what, 20 years, 25 years now? Enough's enough already. All right, I like that one. I'm going to well, – I'll hold – I'll reserve opinion of measuring that one against the CBS uh, college football. Go ahead. I know this one. Tread lightly, handsome. You know what? I think it's only fair – that we let Zach Ty start this conversation. How say you? Uh, I know how you said for the NFL on Fox theme that it reminded you a little bit of 10 a.m., getting ready for the day. For me, this is reminiscent of me waking up and getting ready for some high-octane combine action. I'm about to hear Mike Mayock talk about men running 40-yard dashes. It's nice. I like it. I, well, I didn't know. You, that description was fine. I didn't know if that meant it was nice or oh, what, it's the or best. what Com- emotion Combine's it brought out best. in you. That's the pinnacle of football. It's the best time of year. Uh, all right. Company man. I suppose. Yeah, okay. Uh, handsome Hank, I'll say you. I like that. that one, too. I like it, yeah. I, I give it I give it a solid B plus, a B, B plus there. It wouldn't be my winner, but it's it's not uh, bad. Like, uh, like. Well, I don't think it, none of them are bad, really, which is which is good news. Right. Um, continue. Okay. This is one that you didn't have on the list, but you should have had it on the list. NHL on ESPN. That is correct. Yeah. Some good memories in there that I, I feel some some real agony mm-hmm. came out of that music around the era of that music. Um, that remind it also reminds me of the early days of ESPN two. You know that was when they, when they launched uh, Hockey Two Night. Right. I used to watch that faithfully. Uh, fine, I'm not as hip on that one as as some hockey people are. That's fair. It's good. It's uh, it, it won't place for me to in me, the top three of what we've heard so far. Do you, it, you, that must have been fresh for yeah, you. Yeah, that's fresh for me. It sounds a little bit to me like when I didn't live in the U.S., what I imagined U.S. Right. sports theme music to sound like. I was going <laughs> to say you know if you I mean? entered. It sounds very, very generic. Yeah, if you entered like sports theme music into a music into library, a music that's, library what, that's what would come out. Yeah. American sports theme music. You know what's interesting? They all. But it's funny that there it doesn't sound to me like there's a whole lot of uh variation in approach. Everybody right, well, has everybody has a big orchestra to do it. Right. Well, the, here you go because I I think a couple of the ones that I'm bringing to the table actually are going to have that. First of all, I'm going to give you something that you won't be familiar with. I'm positive about that. It's called Test Match Special. It's a cricket theme tune for the cricket <laughs> on the radio. 
And test it, match? What kind of thing is that hey, that they look, call an event called? Just that's I, a sporting event, the test match. Yes. Even and, that sounds unfun. And when you listen to this, you're going to want to sit down and not watch one, listen to one. This is for cricket. This is for cricket. Sports! All right, listen. I like the attempt to do something a little bit different, but that's too far. That's too far. That sounds like an 80s Robin Williams movie set on a tropical island. It's great, though. That's exactly exactly what it it. is. Well, BBC does that, and then they do also the... There's like, uh, what's that song where it's like, I don't like cricket. Exactly. They do that one. And that's wait, that's but that is in the UK, dreary, gray London. Yeah. I mean, England. What cricket is cricket is synonymous with summertime activities. Right. And so, you know, we, 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 you're at home, you're dreaming. It's probably raining outside and probably there won't be any cricket. Often they'll play that and then they'll say, Cricket's not possible today because of the weather, and then that's the end of the show. And then the other one, so the other one I think you should listen to is um, a show that sadly now is defunct, but it was the equivalent I should think of. Um, I th- it's probably like uh, college football on a Saturday. It would be it, it would be on all afternoon. It was called Grandstand, and it was this was again. You know, you're going to be watching soccer. You're going to get the results of some horse racing, you're going to... Everything is, is contained within this sort of five-hour marathon of sports. I know this one. Da- I don't know where I know it from, but I do. Pretty good. It is. It is. Uh, it's nice. It's retro. I've heard. What? what where would I know that I from? No I. That was a. That was the English wide world of sports, basically. Basically. Pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. And I then, liked it quite a bit. The English cricket fans also like. In, in memoriam of this great show, like chant it just incessantly at cricket matches. <laughs> right. I love it's it. Dead. It's probably been defunct for 15 years now. All right. I'm uh, glad that that could wash away the the weirdness of the preceding one, that, which sounded like a red stripe commercial. And then another one, I don't think we're going to play it now, but I don't know if are you familiar with the work of Frankie Goes to Hollywood? Of course. So uh, the NFL, when it bam, first, bam, when it first bam, came bam, on bam, TV bam, in, bam, uh, bam, in the bam. UK... Two tribes. The Frankie goes to Hollywood track. That was what they used to to attract people to their show. Two tribes by Frankie goes to Hollywood. It's a great song. But we're, also, we're not going to hear that one. No, not today. I can play it. Google that one up. Yeah, can, or dig that up. one up. Let's got move it for on. You right here. Let okay, good. Move move on. Uh, oh, you're going to do it right here. All right, go ahead. Hold it up to your microphone. It's Hank's ringtone, right? What the hell is going on? <laughs> this is a bit I don't recall from the uh, global politics. What does this have to do with the with the football game? I love it. <laughs> Repeatedly invoking and uh, presumably bashing Khrushchev. I don't get it. That's awesome. There you go. <laughs> I love that. The unmistakable sound of Frankie goes to Hollywood. That was uh, very weird. Very weird. 
you you're, I'm starting to think you're even weirder than I thought uh, yesterday, handsome. Me? You well, it's a weird. Me? It's no wonder. No, it's not that you're weird. It's that your roots are weird, and it's no wonder that you vibed to the American way. Good for you. You what escaped. Do you mean that cricket song is classic. I mean, that's yeah. Well, you're one out of three. One. Frankie goes to Hollywood, then the Red Stripe commercial, and then the one in between is one that we adopted at least, if not came up with, because that one I recognize. Da 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 da. If you want a real one. We should do match of the day. You I mean, because that's, that's if you want to. I mean, I was expecting you. Yeah. To what else do you have? Uh, I have this one, which you were a huge fan of. Oh yeah, oi, oi, football fans! It's time for the World Cup. This is great. This is global. This is, is befitting that? of something called the World Cup. This is the World Cup coverage from last year. Yeah. But wait, you just. I don't even remember it. You just said you didn't like the cricket one. This is essentially the same. No, thing. no, no. It was in Brazil. Yeah, exactly. It was happening in Brazil, and yet it it has it transcends borders, like the Czech Republic. It feels global. That would be suitable for a, for an international audience. I could see being in South Korea. I could see being in Canada. I could see being in Italy and liking that song and feeling like yes. This makes us the one. world's game, Dave. I I I thought that was a that's a winning effort. Yeah, it doesn't make me excited for the event, but it does uh, it does speak to the global nature of of the event. Perfect. Anything else? That's that's all I got today. But give uh, him we'll, match of the day. Go on. Give him, okay. All right. Well, I got I got to find. Can you find the hockey night in Canada one too? Because uh, yeah. I feel bad letting down the okay. uh, the the people in the Great White North. Yeah, you got I know it. they're hip on that. Here one. we go. Match of the day theme right here. Oh, this is this is scrumptious. <laughs> I feel like this is something I would hear before a Green Bay Packers game in 1967. Maybe. Come on down. We're gonna have a polka after the Packers take care of the Lions. <laughs> That's the best. Coach Lombardi is a tentative show for this uh, event. It's also on at like 10 Big fish fry going on. Do, 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 do. It's a perfect lullaby. Right. I love it. Um, what was the other one you wanted? I want the Hockey Night in Canada. But okay. I know we're going to air and play the wrong one, and then I'm going to be hit up with all sorts of uh, Probably. tweets about it. All right, handsome. The time is is here. Your favorite one that you've just heard there. You can name. Don't feel bad if it's what I mean. Don't be modest if it's one that you chose. You're. I'm not. Gonna, I wasn't. I'm not going to be modest. I'm not going to feel bad about it. Test match special is the is the best of them all. <laughs> the cricket one's by far the best. So clinical. What, what are we in school? What do you mean so clinical? Uh, I'm not clinical. Uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? I sh- should go back to Classical? school. Classical. No. Classy. Academian. It's I don't know. Book. A test match? Oh, I see. The, the name I don't like the name of it. Yeah, the oh, okay. kind of well, sporting event. Let's call it, let's call it the called a test match. Let's call it the cricket one then. All right, yeah. I still don't like it. I like that. I like that. Wait, was that the... No, that was grandstand. I'm going to go with... It's lame. I feel bad doing this because we're not unearthing anything here, but you got to go. It's disingenuous to say anything other than Monday Night Football, right? I mean, I like Monday Night Football as well. Play me the – give me one last time, the CBS college football one. Okay. I just want to make sure because that, that is strong. It's a strong okay. challenge. Here we go.
Great college football action awaits. I'm going to go. I, I want to like that one best just to be different, but I got to go Monday Night Football. Do you have the Hockey Night in Canada one, though, real fast? Yep, here it is. All right. I don't know if this is the right it's one. It's festive. Though. You're going to like this one, handsome. <laughs> I already like that. No, I, I'm almost positive that's the new one that nobody that that most Canadians don't like. It's they always some, call for the for the classic. That's got some Scotch roots to it. There's a, it sounds like there's bagpipes in the background there. I I, I don't have it, and well, it. the good news is I guess we'll have it next week. Uh, times about uh, seventeen dozen because yeah, I'll get, get it via Twitter a few times today. Dave, I tweeted you this four years ago. How could you forget? I don't. I just don't remember. I. I can't. Uh, I. I know it's fun. It's very festive. It feels it's like a Saturday night. Not as fun as Test Match Special. <laughs> That's the best. Can we hear that one again? No, you <laughs> I can don't if have you it want up. to, but I mean, I can. I, I'll send I'll, it. I'll pull it up for you. But what the thing is that I want you to give it. It's. It's due. I think you. You sort of. All right. I'll, I'm going to open my mind. I'm going to pretend that I'm drinking like. Uh, Corona or a red yourself. stripe or something like that. I just can't imagine it being, you know, it being glum and rainy outside like it is in the UK and feeling engaged by this song. It's like an auditory heat lamp, though. You feel ready to go after that. Test match? That's a delicious theme. It is incredible. It's an 80s sitcom intro. What are you no, talking no, no, about? No, no. Maybe in like Antigua. It's beautiful. No, All I'm right. sorry. Quick vote. I have an open go. mind and open ears, but I refuse. So it's Monday Night Football. That's uh, the final choice. You're cool with that. Yes, handsome. I'll be fine with that, but Test Match Special can be second. Zach Ty, your final vote? Uh, I got to go Match of the Day. And then test match. And then test match special. All right. Drop us a line with the hashtag DDFP and let us know. Next week, good times await. We have Ike Taylor uh, coming in here, one of our very favorites from the football world and beyond to Kibitz for not one, but two full-on shows. It's going to be a gay time. That's for sure. Handsome, I hope you'll be with us. And I hope you, the listener, will be with us. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.
Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.